Richard Jones grew up in a bad neighborhood. People were selling drugs, his dad was in jail, and to survive the hood, many people had to cut corners to live. With that being said, let's jump into the doppelganger case of Richard Anthony Jones and Ricky. A drug addict who was with his friends when they decided they wanted narcotics. They had no money, so they went to a Walmart, and Ricky attempted to steal a woman's purse. She fought back and kicked her assailant off and called the police. I, Nicholas Addison, a lawyer who tried to get the case, but it didn't work out. <laughs> now that Richard has been freed, I would like to expose some of the holes in the case. It's nice to meet you in person as a free man, Richard. Thank you for having me. Let's jump into your unfair case. How long were you in jail? 17 years in a maximum security prison. And what was your crime? I resembled the individual who had tried to steal Tamara Shearer's purse in 1999. They didn't teach you how to talk in prison, huh? Uh, that's it? No evidence at the scene of the crime? Yes, sir. What was maximum security prison like? It's tough for me. You have one cell to yourself. You only get an hour free time. Really? Yeah. And the library was difficult to get into. The wait list could only have eight until. Really? And did you have any acquaintances while you were incarcerated? Not really. I like to keep to myself and not get into much trouble. Did you ever get into any more trouble while you were in jail? I was caught with the phone once. I got 12 extra months to my sentence. I served those respectfully because my actions caused that to happen. I was not falsely accused if I own up to it. That's very commendable. Thank you. Uh, one more question. If you met your accuser, what would you say? Everyone makes mistakes. I have some as I've been to jail even before this case, but I would just want an apology from her. I haven't seen Shira since my sentencing. She knows what she did, and I think us speaking would benefit both of us. Thank you. It's nice meeting you again. Yeah. In an interview, Richard seemed like he liked to get his side of the story out, and his perspective on the whole, uh, I'm in jail for something I didn't commit. That's pretty bad, and I need justice, you know? He was very calm as he was talking and explaining what happened to him and how he felt about it. I would like to again thank Richard for his time he spent with me and explaining his story. What is your name? Tamara Schurer. Nice to meet you. I spoke to Richard Jones earlier today. He would like to know, he would like to meet you. Really? I would like to meet him too. I feel horrible for being a part of taking 17 years of a man's life with his family. He had daughters at the time, and they didn't have a chance to grow up with a father. I feel terrible. All I want to do is say sorry, even though I know it won't give him those years back. What happened that day in 1999? I was walking in the parking lot going to Walmart when, a, when I saw a car pull up close to my car, then drive off. As I was walking to the store, the car parked near me and a man jumped out of the car and tried to take my bag. I fought back and kicked the man off of me. My daughter saw the fight and was screaming for help and people just watched. 
I didn't get a look good at him, so I went off of skin color only. He looked like a light-skinned Hispanic or a light-skinned black male. How did you identify Mr. Jones as the suspect? In the lineup, Jones was the only light-skinned male. I think it was set up, but he looked like the individual, so I chose him. I still wasn't sure, though. Wow, I'm sorry this whole thing happened. I think I'm ready to meet Jones. When I spoke to Tamara, she seemed very upset over the whole idea that she sent the wrong man to jail. And it was completely sad and I think that she was telling the truth when she felt completely horrible about what happened. Tamara actually wanted to come on the show and she didn't tell anyone she was coming on the show so they could talk her out of it or make her stop doing what she was doing to tell her truth and her side of this story. So she wanted to come and get her name clear. She didn't deserve any of this to happen and neither did the man that was put in jail accidentally. I don't know what's going to happen when they meet, but I'm excited. Stay tuned. Here we go. We actually recorded my podcast a few months ago. And so we have new information before I want to get this project out to the public. So here we go. According to KansasCity.com, it states here that a Kansas City man released from prison in a matter of mistaken identity that became known as the doppelganger case has been indicted by a federal grand jury on illegal weapons and drug charges, according to prosecutors. Now, I didn't think that Mr. Jones would ever go back to jail because he seemed like such a cool dude. He answered my questions. He was kind enough to just come drive to my show and pay for all that gas and stuff. So... I even got to meet his family after, but we didn't record that, of course, because that's private. But it's just crazy. I mean, illegal weapons and stuff. And it also says Richard Anthony Jones, 43, is charged in a five-count indictment returned by a federal grand jury Wednesday. Jones is accused of being in possession of cocaine and methamphetamine, along with Firearms he illegally could not have, according to the federal indictment. Wow. The new charges threatened to convert the innocent man awarded $1 million for his wrongful conviction back into a convict. As soon as Jones got out of jail, he of course wanted money for having to serve a 17-year sentence over a 19-year sentence that they originally gave him. The state of Kansas paid $1 million to confiscate Richard Anthony Jones for the 17 years he spent in prison for a crime that he did not commit. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks for having me. So you were a bystander in the attack on Miss Tamara Shore? I wouldn't say bystander, I mean I called the cops. Yes, but you didn't act in the situation. I guess you're right. Ask me questions so I can go, please. (sighs) Gladly. What did you see when Ricky attacked her? I saw a man jump out of a car and try to tug someone's purse. And where were you when that happened? I was pretty close, a couple cars away from where the attack happened. Her daughter was screaming for help, and I felt bad, but I didn't want to get into the way of the fight. That makes sense. Continue. 
The man tugged on her bag. She wouldn't give it up. He forced his body weight on her and pushed her down, but she must have been in some fight class before because she kicked the man off of her so hard she was launched into the air a couple of inches before falling. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I guess. After that, I called the police and told them what we knew and where the Walmart was. And what did the man look like? He was definitely a light-skinned man. I have no idea if he was black or Hispanic. That seems to go with the other said about the accused. Is that it? Actually, no, I have more questions. That seemed good enough for me today. Goodbye. Wait, do I get paid? Here's 50 for your time. That's gas money. That's what I told you would get paid? Whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now we know Richard Jones' story, but what happened to Ricky, the man who actually committed the crime? He cannot go to jail over this crime because it happened so long ago. So basically, nobody ever gets any justice. He didn't, he doesn't have to go to jail for his crime that he committed. And nobody really has anything to do with him anymore. Which is a shame because I thought that, oh, he could go back to jail for that. But since it happened so long ago and something wrong with the law <laughs> says that they can't put him in jail over that anymore because it was too long ago, which is crazy. I would like to thank everyone for listening to my podcast and hearing everyone and enjoying it. <laughs>